Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here in the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 74 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. Still working my way through the piles of music that I've acquired over the past couple of months. So on this installment of the show, you'll again hear plenty of newer releases and reissues, and maybe a couple of older tracks that tie in with this material. I'm going to start off by playing something from this brand new Counterintuits LP called Monosyllabili. The Counterintuits are a group that feature a couple of Ohio underground vets. Ron House, uh, who is in the great Thomas Jefferson Slave Apartments, along with Great Plains, Ego Summit, amongst several other groups. And then Jared Phillips, who is in Time's New Viking. This is their second self-released LP that they put out. I really like the first one that came out a few years ago. This one again has those raw, linear guitar lines and Ron House's lyrics are as entertaining and as biting as ever. So get things going here with this track called Creative Juice from the Counterintuits. Thank you. 
given nature's harmony and its disorder on the same day. And this anxiety pursues you like the rain.
featuring a epic drone piece behind me here called Five Guitars for Tony Conrad, which is exactly as described, featuring five guitarists here. This is John Bohannon, Tom Carter, Eric Hardiman, Ray Hare, and Michael Hentz doing this massive 60-minute uh, drone piece that was recorded live at the Issue Project Room back in 2010. And this is a part of that new tape label run by Michael Hens called Ayaska. Gotta break another one out. Good stuff on this label. There was a nice uh, drone fest up in Minneapolis this past weekend called Drone Not Drones that Yes, brought out all the droners. Sadly, I couldn't make it to that. I was across town at a Wolf Eyes gig. I'll be playing some Wolf Eyes later in the show. In front of it, we heard some older Idea Fire Company material. We heard Fort Leggett, which came out on their first full-length release in 1991 called Explosion in the Shingle Factory, a double LP release. And uh, Ifco... Slated to have a, a release coming out later this year on Crisis of Taste. If you've listened back through that uh, feature show that we did with Tom from Crisis of Taste, he had uh, mentioned that and we played some stuff from it. So looking forward to that. I thought I'd play that track actually because I thought it tied in well with uh, the preceding track called, or by a Japanese duo called Traditional Speech. And you could hear some of those uh, composed elements those jarring horn improvised uh, sections. Traditional speech is a, as I mentioned, Japanese duo of Masaka Moradi and Yusei Suzuki. Suzuki might be a familiar name. He had put out that tape on Scissor Tail Editions uh, a couple years ago. If I remember correctly, I had played a track from that when we had a Scissor Tail Editions feature sometime shortly after that and uh, he plays guitar solo guitar uh, solo but on this here you can hear um, more of a, an improvised uh, duo working with piano guitar even some electronics and trumpet it's actually a pretty solid release and this comes out on Suzuki's own Senri records label and uh, the tape is called exercise of group and the track that we played was called The Sea and One House. And I'd recommend checking out the other stuff um, on that label. There's stuff you can stream on Bandcamp and pick up uh, physical copies through there as well. Going back a few years, we heard from a short-lived Omaha, Nebraska bass group called The Subtropics. They put out this double tape called Music for the Midwest out on Unread Records, and it is a great, great pop album of all sorts of different songs and styles and um, really, really solid material. Uh, I believe the group kind of dispersed and spread out to various points across the country and I think this was the last thing that they recorded, though I think they reconvened and have played some shows around Omaha. But um, if you're a fan of just homespun pop music, uh, I'd recommend picking this one up because there's a lot of good stuff on this one. We heard a track called Get Up and Go that you know, started off with maybe a slightly Beatlesque uh, sound to it and then just devolved into this 
I don't know, kind of ambling sound. But that's a little hidden gem. And there are still copies available for that one. A couple of things from Down Under. From Tasmania. Uh, we heard from Howling Gruel. From a LP release that they put out mid-year last year called Jolly Jape. I really, really like this record. Has that nice kind of falling apart sound. Uh, maybe somewhat in the vein of Mad Nana. Maybe a little bit more in time. Comes out on Wormwood Grasshopper, a label that is also based uh, in Hobart, Tasmania. And we heard the first side on song, our first song on side B called Vladimir Investigates. And then another related group is Drunk Elk, also from Australia. And this is a double seven-inch release that came out. I believe roughly the same time as the uh, Howling Gruel one. Don't quote me on that. Came out on Anthony Guerra's uh, Black Pedal label. And there are some nice kind of downer pop songs on this one. And the one that I played was called Swept Under the Red Wine Sea. Again, double seven inch from this group. And then started things off with that track from the Counterintuits, once again called Creative Juice, from their latest release, Monosyllabilly. Gonna shift gear into some darkened sounds here. Another one from that Vald label, run by Grant Evans. This is a group out of Sweden. I, I, I believe they're from Sweden. At least their uh, the band title or project it would indicate that they're called Styronhet which, if Google Translate serves me correctly, stands for controller. But I'm going to play one of the sidelong pieces from this release, which I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce. Too many umlauts for me. But nice, minimalist, uh, industrial, murky sounds from this one. And we'll follow suit from there. So here again is... Styron hit.
step into some more drone sounds here for this break. You're hearing Duchamp behind me right now. A solo drone project from an Italian woman who had put out her first release on the Italian label Boring Machines back in uh, 2013 and had a second release out with uh, Felicia Atkinson. Uh, this one came out last year on Full Body Massage Records. It's called Nectary. And once again, I'll avoid fumbling through the title of this excerpt here. Nice deep drone sounds from her, though. In front of that, we heard some wacky pop songs from Jake Tobin. Came out on his own Truly Bald imprint. And we played a couple of tracks from that one because they're so incredibly short, it's hard to uh, choose which ones to play. But we heard the opening cuts called Stumbling Up the Staircase of Endearment, followed by Current Events. And Jake has uh, done some work with uh, Decoder Magazine, have some uh, ties or connections to him through that site. But is putting out some really playful, inventive pop songs, pop sounds. And I believe, if I remember correctly, seeing I, he may have something coming out on OSR tapes later this year at some point. <clears throat> it seems like a natural home for him. Some of the things he's doing kind of reminds me of what Zach Phillips has done solo and with Blanche, Blanche, Blanche. And we brought it back to the mid-80s with uh, the reissue there of Little Howlin' Wolf's Cool Truth album. We played the title cut from that one. Uh, Family Vineyard had put out uh, those two albums of his last year at one point. I remember talking about it. I played something from those seven-inch CDRs, uh, or collections of his uh, seven-inch work that Hearsay put out. But uh, here is uh, Cool Truth in all its glory. Little Howlin' Wolf. A legend uh, from Chicago. James Bobiga, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Who would be out on the streets playing his songs, selling his 45s. And, uh, I mean, he's right up there if you listen to those records. Uh, very beef hearty and the, the albums hold up. And uh, copies of those are still available. Also from the early 80s, we heard something from Christian Marclay. Fairly well-regarded, I guess, sound artist, installation artist. Um, his sculpture work as well. Came out of the state same uh, late 70s, early 80s New York scene as Sonic Youth and I guess the whole no-wave scene. In fact, this track that I played called uh, Pandora's Box comes from a comp called Plow. Features a lot of uh, no-wave artists like Sonic Youth, uh, The Swans, some other international artists that were uh, toiling with that sound. Him kind of doing his... Uh, playful turntable work on that track. Another cut from the I guess mid-70s to the 
early 80s. We heard from Woo. Kind of little known group that put out some records. And this here is a collection of stuff that hasn't been uh, released before. Woo was a group of brothers, uh, Mark and Clive Ives. And their work really, I mean, as you heard on the track that I played there called Green Blob, gets into some of the kraut rock sounds, um, bordering in like dub and electronics as well. In fact, there's several tracks on this release called Awawa that has a very dub reggae feel to it. But there's a lot of standout cuts on this one. And this one just came out uh, earlier this year as a dual release from Palto Flats. The new general catalog put that out. Again, this is all previously unreleased sounds on this one. We heard some homespun, blackened electro pop from Well Yells before that. It's a solo project from a guy named Patrick Holbrook. And we've had some related things of his on our show. He actually runs the label called Harry Spider Legs out of Chicago. Um, he was in a duo project. I know I had played a tape from that, I believe, with his partner. Uh, came out on Moonglyph, and now the name escapes me. <laughs> but uh, this is a self-release one. I played a track from this. It's called Sun in Your Eyes, and the tape is called Waves in the Wood. It just came out a couple weeks back, so there are copies floating around. And then that really minimal industrial plodding track at the beginning from Styron Het to start things off. And I thought I'd come back to some of those plodding sounds to start things off again here with new stuff from Wolf Eyes. I had mentioned I had seen Wolf Eyes last weekend. They're touring with uh, Timmy's Organism and that group called Video. And I really, really like the new Wolf Eyes sound, actually. In fact, this is probably some of uh, my favorite stuff of theirs, just how it's really been stripped back to the slow burn sound that they're uh, concocting with Nate Young kind of controlling and morphing all of these things together. And I picked up this CDR, just a little self-release job that they were selling at the show and it features it's called strange days and the track that i'm going to play here really gets to the heart of what they sounded like that night if any of any of you went out and seen them recently again this nice kind of plodding slow build lots of horn work or reed work from uh john olson but uh really like the direction and i'm hoping that uh some of this material will see a uh, proper release here soon so get into this here this is again wolf eyes this is a track called strange girl from the strange days cdr release
to late night zoner over the last week or so this is Giancarlo Tenuti here from his 1985 release called La Mutazione The Mutant originally came out on the seminal Broken Flag label and here as you can tell lots of uh, darkened minimalist electronics which seemed to be kind of a, a theme there throughout that set of music that I played and this was recently reissued on Black Truffle and it comes in nice uh, reproduction of the original artwork with some other photos on the inner sleeve and then there's a bonus CDR that features some other recordings and things that were I guess recorded around the time of this release. Truthfully, I haven't even had a, a chance to check out the bonus material, but just been loving this one so much. Black Truffle putting out some really great reissues. Uh, probably get to the AMM reissue that they put out just in the last month or so. In fact, I made a quick adjustment at the end of the show. We'll talk about that in a moment. In front of the Tenuti track here, though, we heard from Klistvar, uh, which was uh, Gary Mundy's, or is Gary Mundy's, solo project. Mundy, of course, being the guy behind Broken Flag Records, who had issued this Tenuti release. 
excuse me. But this Klistvar is also a reissue from his release called The Return. It came out originally on LP in 2009. Kind of rare to see just a CD-only reissue, but apparently he was dissatisfied with that uh, original release. And it came out last year on Fourth Dimension with some bonus tracks tacked on. In fact, the track that I played called The Storm is one of those bonus tracks. Um, quite different than the rest of the release, which is, of course, much more uh, scathing, aggressive, in the more harsh power electronics vein, though very layered and nuanced as well. But I kind of like this track from Klesvar again. In front of that, some of the latest stuff from Vitrine, a label I know who has taken some inspiration from Broken Flag, but is doing innovative work. This is from one association copy, another one of their sort of anonymous releases. There's really no information about who is behind it. Um, it's called Private Editions, and it seems to be just that. If I read the Facebook post correctly, you could basically write in and request a copy. And this one arrived. It has my name in it, written to me. Apparently that's my private edition. So I'm not sure if this is uh, an Alan Mozik uh, project or not. I, I'm not sure. I love that uh, Vitrine kind of keeps you on your toes and has fun with what they're doing. I'm not sure if there's more copies. This is just an edition of 50 copies. There perhaps is more floating around. I'd say look to Fusetron or Crisis of Taste. They might have copies available. Remember that uh, duo working in a similar vein, working with electronics and tapes and all sorts of uh, odd sounds. It was the Aki Phallus duo out of the UK, whose members include Ben Morris, who had played something from him, his solo project called Lost Wax, uh, several episodes back. And he's joined by uh, John Marshall, who runs singing knives records and was also in uh the hunter gracchus i believe with morris in fact it's from a tape release called an insatiable demand for tea and just devastation wrecked by i had to stop and pause couldn't tell what was the title or not came out on a french label called tens processes and the track we play is called opium mixed with brine Went back and heard the second full length from Cabaret Voltaire. Came out in late 1980. They released The Voice of America. We heard Premonition. We were listening to that on the way back from the Wolf Eye show and were struck by how similar some of the sounds were from that evening that track Premonition and one of the earlier ones the the first track from that album really stands out as being a, a bit like what Wolf Eyes is doing riding a minimal rhythm some processed horns and things like that cool album though and then we did hear from Wolf Eyes at the very top with Strange Girl from that self-released CDR that I picked up at their show recently so I'm going to head into the last set of music here I'm going to start things off with something from this compilation release 
marking the 10th anniversary of Kendra Steiner Editions, run by Bill Shute out of San Antonio, Texas, uh, a label that grown to love quite a bit over the years, and we've had Bill on the show before. But he put together this uh, incredible comp to mark this uh, 10th anniversary. A number of artists who've put out stuff on his label before includes uh, Ernesto Diaz-Infante, Sarah Hennies, Alfred 23 Hearth, uh, Matt Crafting, Rambutan, Vanessa Rosetto, Derek Rogers, and Graham Lampkin. And Lampkin hasn't put out any uh, music work or anything. He put out a chapbook. But he contributes a track to this here, and I thought I'd play this one. There's, there's several standout tracks. I really like the uh, Ernesto Diaz-Infante one and the Matt Crafting one quite a bit. But I thought I'd play this Lampkin one because it sounds very different from any of his previous, uh, I guess, solo and collaborative releases. More of a spoken word bit here. And I'm going to follow it up by a tape that just came. In fact, I just cracked the seal on this package while starting the show. It's from a new batch of tapes from Greedy Ventilator, tape label out of Australia. This is a new tape from a group called, or a project called Glass Bricks. And the tape is called Polyethane, Polyetherane, Brain. So I'm going to play a piece from that called Voice Number One to follow up the Lambkin track. That's going to probably bring us to the end. So if you have any uh, questions for me, you can get a hold of me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. Or if you want to look back on the playlists and see tracks and links to these various albums, you can go to freeformfreakout.com. If all pans out well, uh, a couple weeks we should have a special guest in the studio. We'll just wait and see because the weather and travel, that can always be up in the air. So I'll maybe confirm that later as we get closer to the date. But definitely check back with us. And as always, uh, thanks so much for listening. Here again is Graham Lampkin with his track called Question by Force.
left in the red Honda Civic had New York license plate I remember that I was sitting by the window when she got in and drove off or he was driving because of the noise Say that. You can't say that. 